Have you ever wondered what makes people capable of creating changes that impact their lives and the world around them? What is their way of thinking, their mentality, their patterns, their perceptions of the world, their reactions to different life events? What influences them? My name is Cristina Puyol, and I invite you to join me in this adventure where we will explore together the mind of change makers. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of Change Makers Mind, the podcast for leaders, managers, entrepreneurs, and all those who are passionate about making a positive impact in the world. Today, I want to address a deeply significant topic on how to navigate interactions with people of diverse abilities, especially those with disabilities, and interaction with people who are very different from us. In our quest to create change and impact, it is essential that we foster inclusion and empathy in all aspects of our lives, including our interactions with people who may have different abilities and cultural differences, and these can be extended to those with very different circumstances than ours. Let me share some situations and stories to give you context for these reflections that I had and how they relate to an attitude and actions that can have a profound impact on our relationships. During this summer, I had the opportunity to spend time with a part of our family with very, very unique circumstances. A part of this family is taking care of a relative who had a stroke around the age of 21, leaving her in a vegetative state. Doctors gave her two to three years to live. Her mother and grandmother had to learn a lot about caring for someone in a very delicate and complicated condition. There was a moment when they sent her home to die and the family had to learn to handle many things on their own. To the extent that today they could give lectures to most nurses, doctors and hospitals on crisis management, rehabilitation, patient care, emotional intelligence and so much more. This happened more than 10 years ago and today she's doing things that doctors didn't even think she would live to be able to do. At the time of the stroke, this girl was taking care of her two-year-old son. Today, her son is 12 years old and has a beautiful relationship with his mother, although he is often teased, bullied, using his mother's condition against him. She still depends largely on others and cannot speak according to our standards. But I tell you this first because to me, these are true heroes and heroines and true masters of communication and love. And second, well, before I go on with that and with what I wanted to share in this episode, let me tell you another story. Another part of the family is in another challenging situation. One of the family members has a child with a form of autism. On top of that, this family had a tragedy, which is the mother passed away from cancer recently. Now the father is raising his son alone with the support of a part of the family, thankfully. His son doesn't speak according to our standards and makes sounds that I don't understand and does not make eye contact with almost anyone. He lives in his own world, or so it seems. His father works hard as a doctor to provide his son with the best opportunities in life. He wants his son to reach his full potential, not just to be entertained so that days go by, but to be challenged and grow to his maximum capabilities. This man and his family are also heroes. He and his family could give a master class to many high-level leaders and entrepreneurs in crisis management, problem solving, creativity, creating the best environments for people's growth, and so much more. When we went to visit them, 
I watch as his son played on his own and made his own sounds. I wonder how to relate to him. What would he understand and what would he not? What was he thinking? Where was his world? And I witnessed an incredible communication between him, his father, his uncles and grandparents. We went out to lunch and he, his father and us, we got into the same car. As soon as we start driving, he began making sounds, pointing at the car's dashboard. His father, busy driving, didn't understand at first. I was sitting next to him and saw him pointing at the message that appeared on the dashboard screen with a warning. This made me think about how, when we can understand where someone is coming from and their perspective, we can have much better communication than just looking at things from our point of view. Then his father gave him an iPad to watch some videos and he made another sound. His father immediately understood the context. This was not his usual iPad. It was his father's iPad, so he didn't know the password or where the YouTube app was. The son's communication was very clear, knowing some things about his context. Then I witnessed the most beautiful communication between them, father and son, without words. A communication that happened only with their eyes. The son never looked directly at anything in particular, but when he wanted to communicate with his father, his eyes spoke loudly and clearly. We finished eating and headed back to the cars. Are we ready? The son's eyes spoke. Yes, we are ready, his father's look replied. Can I go to the car and wait? Yes, that's fine. I'll be there in a moment. Dad, are we leaving? Why are you taking so long? Just without words, only looks. Just a second, grandma is leaving. Let me say goodbye. Okay, I'll wait in the car. Yes, I'm making up this conversation, but this is how I understood it. And it was beautiful to see. And that got me thinking. It made me think about several things. One, the importance of context and putting ourselves in the other person's perspective to understand them better. Sometimes we may think that someone doesn't speak clearly, that we can't understand them. But perhaps if we learn more about their context, their life, their perspective, we could understand each other better. And if we all do that, how much better would our communication be? I also started thinking that when we face unfamiliar situations or encounter people with behaviors that are strange to us or different abilities, a common pattern is to try to spend as little time as possible in that situation or with a person unless we are forced to stay or because of the situation or something or we're told what to do. And if someone doesn't speak our language, and by that I don't mean just different languages, but different communication styles or has disabilities of any kind, what do we do? What do we do with them? What kind of relationship can we create? I had a sister with a physical disability, so she could do almost anything except walking. And our parents raised us in a way that we did everything together. We went to the beach, camping, biking, traveling, always with my sister, and giving her as much independence as possible, adapting things to her abilities. However, we would encounter once in a while people who would say, oh, poor thing, you're sick, you can walk, must be terrible. And my sister, out of nowhere, would reply, I'm not sick and I can move my arms. She always left us speechless, <laughs> also to us. I don't know where she got this from, but she always had an answer. It's curious how there is a tendency to focus so much on what's missing and not on the possibilities. 
And lots of people didn't know how to treat my sister until with her openness she started teaching them how. This father I mentioned earlier also told us that a part of the family truly supported him in amazing ways to help him raise his son. But another part of the family was absent. Some of them because probably they didn't know what to do. I can only speculate about what goes through their minds. But from my personal experience, I've seen how many people distance themselves because they don't know how to behave or what to do. Sometimes we find ourselves in situations where we want to get involved, learn, connect with people, or in situations that aren't familiar to us, but fear, uncertainty, or a lack of understanding holds us back. This is the topic I wanted to discuss today and share ideas on how we can bridge that gap. We are all magnificent at everything until we have to prove it empirically, <laughs> until you find yourself in the situation and the situation itself tests you. In today's episodes, we are addressing an issue that many of us may face, but often hesitate to openly discuss. How to interact with people who have diverse abilities, especially those with disabilities, and also with people with cultural differences from us. As conscious leaders, managers, and entrepreneurs, our commitment to creating positive change extends to fostering inclusion and understanding in all aspects of life. So how do we navigate this? The first step is to recognize our own discomfort and prejudices. It's natural to feel uncertain when faced with something unknown, but it's essential to acknowledge these feelings. This discomfort often stems from the fear of saying or doing something wrong. However, it's crucial to understand that this discomfort does not make us a bad person. It does not make you a bad person. In fact, it's a sign that you care about making a positive impact and want to ensure that your interactions are respectful and considerate. Self-awareness is key. It's okay to admit that you don't know how to act or what to say. What matters is your willingness to learn and to engage with empathy. To set the stage, let's first acknowledge the immense power of human connection. As leaders, managers, and entrepreneurs, we understand the importance of building meaningful relationships in both our personal and professional lives. However, when we encounter someone with a disability or who's simply different, we may hesitate, unsure of how to navigate the situation. This hesitation can lead to missed opportunities for connection and collaboration. And one of the most effective ways to navigate this situation is by asking questions. It's okay to seek guidance directly from the person you are interacting with or those around that person. By asking open and respectful questions like, how can I interact with you in a way that makes you feel comfortable and valued? You show genuine interest in understanding their needs and preferences. Remember, though, the key here is not just to ask, but also to actively listen to their responses. Each person's experience and preferences are unique, and this open communication can help establish a solid foundation for meaningful connections. If that person cannot communicate in a way you understand, ask those around them. In our quest to help shape a better world, empathy and inclusivity are essential traits. It is crucial to put ourselves in the shoes of a person with a disability or a different situation. Empathy allows us to connect on a deeper level, recognizing the humanity that unites 
all of us. Inclusivity, on the other hand, involves considering the specific needs and preferences of all individuals. This may mean making physical spaces more accessible, using inclusive language, or providing alternative communication methods when necessary. Interacting with people of diverse abilities is not just about making them feel included, it's also an opportunity for our own personal growth. Each interaction with someone who has a disability or a very different situation can be an opportunity to broaden our perspective and challenge our preconceived notions. Thinking that we are more capable than others means that we are disabling them in advance. By embracing these encounters with an open heart and mind, we not only create a positive change in the world, but also become more compassionate and understanding individuals. One question that no one seems to dare to ask is, I don't know how to treat this person. Can you teach me? And then you decide what to do. If someone asks you, how would you like me to treat you? Wouldn't it improve some of your relationships? I just want to add a side note though. In the midst of some news about people teaching others how to manipulate, control, and do very unpleasant things to others, I am working on the premise that I'm talking about being more inclusive, empathetic, and aware. Our interactions with people of diverse abilities are an integral part of creating a more inclusive and compassionate world. Remember, it's okay to feel uncertain, even uncomfortable in the unknown, but it's essential to overcome that discomfort and engage with empathy, respect, and a willingness to learn. By asking questions, being inclusive, and cultivating empathy, we can bridge the gap and build connections that transcend differences. I'm not just talking about differences in physical abilities, but all kinds of differences. As conscious leaders, managers, entrepreneurs, and individuals of all kinds, we have the power to have a significant impact, not only on our businesses and jobs, but also on the lives of those we interact with. Thank you for joining me today on Change Makers Mind podcast. I hope this episode has inspired you to approach interactions with people of diverse abilities with openness and empathy. Together, we can create positive changes and foster a more inclusive and understanding world. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for listening to this podcast. It helps us a lot if you subscribe to this podcast on any or all of the platforms. We are on all of them. Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Deezer, Amazon, Audible. If you want to help us at another level, we have an account at patreon.com forward slash change makers. If you have any questions, if there are anything that you want us to talk in this podcast, please don't hesitate to connect. Stay tuned for the next episode. Have a great day and sending you a huge, huge hug and kisses to you. Change maker.